Yo, 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 this your boy Dizzy D Spill. You are tuning in to the Notion Podcast, another episode of Cleaning Up the Culture. Um, before I get into it, please, please forgive the noise. My son is uh <laughs> he's getting fed right now, man. So he's you know, he's on this wild thing for, for y'all parents out there. You know how it is when, when babies are learning how to do their baby talk and stuff like that, man. So hopefully the mic doesn't catch it or too much of it, all right? Um, before I get into it, I do want to promote one of my new pieces from my brand, Lavor Cole. Uh, I love this shirt. Um, it's nice around the arms. It's uh, loose around the stomach area. It's a very comfortable shirt. For y'all that don't know, Lavora Cole is my luxury brand. So, want to know where I got this shirt? Please go to www.lavoracole.com. That is L-A-V-O-R-C-O-L-E.com. Lavoracole.com. And uh, I got the I got these shirts, and um, I have another shirt that I just released, and I have tons of stuff for the women. The fellas have been getting on my head about the stuff that I need to come out with with the fellas, but fellas, man, you got to speak up, speak up. You know what I'm saying? And to my loyal clients and customers, man, please share the product. All right, it's a great product. I put a lot of thought and my heart and soul into it. So without further ado, let's get into cleaning up the culture with Dizzy D Spill. I hope everybody's been doing well. Um, I know that's kind of difficult in these times dealing with inflation and dealing with a lot of different things going on in in the country today and not just the country around the world for the people that are not from the United States that might be happening to listen to the, listen to this podcast. But um well cleaning up the culture I wanted to address some some things that I've said in the past that I would elaborate on more as far as in what we need to do as a culture. And I've given my, my takes on criticism with the black culture here in the United States, but I am a solution based person. And so with that being said, um, I've had my critiques and I've had my own gripes and beliefs about what happens and what needs to happen, but not really going into detail. So with this episode, I wanted to start with the type of relationships we have with each other and how, and how we can improve them and then how we can move forward with business relationships and, and setting things up and kind of getting back to a place that our ancestors, our ancestors used to be in. And one of those things that, um, I want to talk about is just the dating relationships as well as friendships and, and relationships with your family. And I'll start with the most important thing. I'll start with family. Um, black people, we come from a place where there's a lot of trauma and that trauma isn't something that was created in your experience. This is trauma that has started when, when African-Americans first got to this, to this country. And, and what's important about that trauma is the fact that, our culture today is um, a direct result from trauma. So, you know, the way that we may discipline um, each other as far as family or the way that we may, uh, what's the word, what can I say? The way that we critique each other 
And, you know, we, we train each other to have this whole tough skin, thick skin type of mentality. And we'll, for a long time, we would blame it on racism. And we would say that, you know, because of the things that black people have had to go through and what we've had to endure that, you know, we need to have thick skin. And, and I still to this day agree with that to a certain degree, but there are resources and things that we can use to um, not have to feel that way. And what I'm saying behind that is, you you know, the, the typical conversation with um, our counterparts giving us a hard time or, or not giving us opportunities. So we need to have a, a thick skin behind it. You know what I mean? And the thing with me is I, one second. There's a there's an understanding that we have we have those concerns and and we have we still have those uh, experiences. Uh, I think that what needs to happen personally, my opinion, is that we never need to forget where we come from and we never need to forget the fact that certain things is just going to take a long time to go away and some things probably might never go away but the trauma that we have in 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 our culture it didn't start you know, we like to point the finger at so many things some people like to point the finger at our counterparts some of us like to point the finger at the type of music we listen to some of us like to point the finger at the fact that you know we've had so much poverty in our culture those are all separate ingredients that has created this pot of negativity. Um, but I will say that it, it's, it's, it's a historical thing without, without giving so much attention to the past. I think what's important is that we focus on what resources we have and what changes we need to make right now as far as relationships. So what I, what I'm saying with family is, we can't be afraid to speak to our parents and tell our parents how we feel, you know? And I think it should start earlier in age with children in the same breath. I think that parents, and I think, I think the, the, our generation, I, I'm a millennial. Um, and I think our, our generation does a little bit better with trying to listen to our children. Um, but I do think that we have to draw a, a line in not being our children's friends either. Because that's beginning to be kind of a thing too. Like we're not here to be your friend. Your friends are the people you go to school with and, and things of that nature. So I think that we need to be more um, consistent with letting our children tell us how they feel. I'm not saying manipulate and control the situation and not be disciplined. I'm saying to have that connection and that communication. I think that's very important. We as parents have to do our best to allow that line, that line of communication while demanding respect from our children. And I think that when we do that, I think that will start to help 
the family dynamic. And I'm talking to married people. I'm talking to unmarried people. I'm talking to single parents. That line of communication with your children is important. And being honest, too. They ask you a hard question. There is no, well, I'm going to wait until you get older. You're not guaranteed to be here when they get older. Give them the truth. And if you don't know how to do that, figure it out. There's YouTube videos. There's some great YouTube videos on how to do things. Um, for y'all that are sleeping on YouTube or talk to a therapist or read books on communication. But with the family dynamic, it is so vital that we have that line of communication with our children. You know what I'm saying? That is going to be the foundation. It's going to be the root. It's going to be the 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 stew broth and the foundation of what kind of relationship you're going to have with your children. And then to apply that same type of method with your family members. We are in a time period where it's really weird. I see on Twitter and I see on Facebook and I see on Instagram, people literally thinking it's okay not to rock with your family like that. And I, and I'm guilty of it too. There's family that I haven't spoke to, you know, there's family that I may have a quarrel with at the moment, but I still love those relatives. And I think that in time there's possibilities that that can change. But as far as in the right thing to do, we need to do a better job with family dynamic. And there might be some people out here that might have valid reasons for why they don't quote unquote mess or deal with certain type of family. But what we have to understand is how much of that, of that did we allow the hurt to come in and, and, and the disappointment. What I've been able to do over the past few years that works for me is I like to put people in certain categories to where, okay, you cannot go. I'm not going to allow that person to go past that boundary. You know, I'm not, I don't lend money out. I don't money complicates things just like sex without a relationship complicates things. So I'm not really the type to lend money out. I'll probably give you the money before I lend it out because if I give it to you, I'm not expecting it back. Um, but just the whole bar, I'm not really a big fan of borrowing things, you know, or yeah, can I borrow? Like I, I, that's not, I'm not a big fan of that either. Now I got to trust that you're going to take care of my property just as good, if not better than me. But I, I do things to eliminate what could possibly damage the relationship. And I think if we start doing that as far as in what, you know, I'm not going to give out money or me personally, I just won't have certain conversations with people that could turn into a problem, you know. And so by me doing that, I've been able to preserve relationships I've had with people for a long time already. So we have to, we have to try our best to limit the potential threat to the relationship by not allowing certain conversations, certain transactions, certain um, situations occur to where that relationship is fractured or damaged for life. And the reason why I'm saying this is because some Families are broken for very stupid reasons, and some families are broken for the fact that there wasn't a good way to communicate, or nobody really knew how to communicate like that. So these are things that are important, Black folks, because this is a cleaning up the culture episode. Everybody is welcome, but it's, it's, for, it's, it's for my people. And I feel like the more we start talking, 
the more we start having a real heart to heart. And I mean, talking to people, not talking at each other, talking to each other, you know, a little practicing a little bit of stoicism here and there. Right. If we start to do those things, I'm willing to bet it'll be easier for us to do other things together because um, the the family foundation, the friendship foundation, the relationship foundation, all of those different all the different ways that we handle those different types of relationships, whether people want to believe it or not, it pours into other things. It pours into the way you support, you know, certain movements that you see or certain uh, um, businesses or whatever it is that requires two people to come together in some kind of way, those relationships and how you handle those will pour into other relationships that are not as close. And that kind of leads me to segue into the business relationships. Um, the black owned business, the black owned movement. See, around the 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 nineteen, I'll say maybe fifties or sixties, maybe even the early seventies, black people had businesses. And I know we've heard the stories about them being burned down or the system doing all of this stuff, but black people have their own businesses at that time because of segregation. Now the weird thing is is after integration we lost over a period of time the support for one another. And then we started comparing value to what another business that probably isn't owned by our by our own people. We started comparing the quality and prices to our own people's. And then we start critiquing and criticizing our own um, as if they're on the same playing field when they're just in the same industry. You know, and now when we see something that's controversial from a big corporation or a big business, we want to get upset when something may be borderline prejudice or racist and, oh, we're going to boycott, we're going to boycott. But I want to explain something to you folks. How, and, and this, before I explain, I want to ask a question. How many of you go searching for things to support in your own culture? The sad thing about it is that we have to go searching for it in some cases um, because the, we don't have the proper exposure that we need. But how many of you guys go searching for stuff that is made for you by your own? If you look at every cut of every every culture, every race in the world, but specifically here in this country, they support their own. Now, I'm not preaching division. This is just an example that I'm using to show that we are the ones lacking as far as in the way that we support our own. And it goes all the way from a race thing to even your own city. I am right here in Sacramento and I see I see I do see people get a lot of love. But the problem that I have with the word love in this city is that. We limit that. Most of us in the city are guilty of limiting the love that we could show for one another as far as in what we're trying to do in this city, for this city, and for this community. And I see it, obviously, because I'm black. I see it a lot with our own culture. 
we we're too clicked up. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, is when I think about this stuff and I think about the remedies for the remedies, is it's really easy to fix. And we start that by the whole love concept. Like, okay, I understand you're showing love for this person because you're affiliated with this person or because they know you, you know them, whatever the dynamic is, you have your reasons. But if that's your only reason, okay. But if you really do rock with something, and you're like, I like the way this person sings. I like the way the person does poetry. I like the way this person does business, whatever it is. If you see something just like it that you're not familiar with as far as on a personal level, but you identify because you are of the same hue, fucking promote it. Share it. It costs no money to promote and share things. That's the first thing you can do. But as far as in being a client or a consumer, give it a a solid chance. There's plenty of things that we've bought at a Target, at a Walmart, wherever, where it was probably cheaply made and it's overpriced. But because those chains are selling it. okay, I'll get it. Whatever their price is, I'll pay for it because that's Target. It's whatever. You can do the same thing with your own. Now, I'm not saying that you need to just everything that's everything that's black. You need to go out there and you need to support it. You need to buy it. Make sure you like it, but just don't get so caught up in trying to critique or criticize the price because we like to do that to our own. We really do. And I think that another thing that we can also kind of stop doing is waiting for it to be hype. I just had a conversation um, what what one of my co-hosts about how things have to be hyped up for us to support it. And it's true because we will hype up and support the hell out of things that we don't even produce because it's a status symbol. Um, It'll get you views. It'll get you likes or it'll turn heads or it'll get people asking you questions. Anytime that I've, worn something or that I've gotten attention for something that somebody else did for me like uh, my cousin braids my hair often Uh, I've gotten compliments on my braids who did it oh my cousin the only reason why I didn't really promote her like that is because she told me like I don't really like doing everybody hair like that you know so that's the only reason but I've worn stuff from Jelani's brand kicks and sneakers and I've giving gotten compliments and I'll say this is where I got it from. I have a cousin that has a brand called Secret Stash. I wear his brand and I've gotten compliments on it. If if you ask me, I'm going to share. I am uh, a lot of my brands, let's see me personally and I'll just use myself as an example. The person that does my hair right now currently is black. Uh my brand, I have my own brand that I wear. Uh, I have pieces from This Is Sack. I have pieces from Kicks and Sneakers. I have pieces from um, uh, I'm missing I'm, I'm missing another brand. Oh, I have pieces from Secret Stash. All of those businesses are local businesses in their environments. They all have websites. They all have great product, and I rock with it. I'm 
slowly kind of transitioning out of a lot of things that I would have in my closet that might be from the bigger brands. Not to say I'll never wear that stuff ever again. I'm not saying that, but I'm starting to put my money into things that are trying to grow like myself. And that is so important in our community. Um, it does something. It's It can start a trend. It can keep businesses afloat. It can keep... There's a, there's this there's this level of exclusiveness that can come with that that I think is untapped and and heavily underestimated. But it all starts with the type of relationships and dynamic that we have with each other. I just name these brands that I rock with. Now, if it was me multiplied by two hundred, oh my God, where would any of these brands be? But we have to start changing the way we do things in my house i believe in the concept with my family that i'm that i'm growing and the family that i'm raising between my wife and my son is improve yourself okay you got to improve yourself i was in a uh, i was in a um a young men's club in in a private school called um, the Alpha Esquires. For those that went to private school with me, you know what they were about. And one of the things we talked about is, man, know thyself. Each one, teach one. You know, we have to get back to that dynamic where we're respecting each other. We're giving each other more of the benefit of the doubt. We're teaching each other. We're not trying to hide the game and the information from each other. So we can talk all day long about the negativity in the black man versus the black woman, which I've covered already, and black people versus black people. But let's talk about some solutions and and why these solutions are important and how we can do it. You can start simple. You don't have to jump into the whole business Example I, I gave, you can start straight on. All right, I'm going to just start with my family and see where it goes. I'm going to try to be a better brother. I'm going to try to be a better sister, a better cousin, a better uncle, a better mom, a better dad, whatever. And then when I feel like I've seen some progress, I'm going to try to be a better friend. Okay. And then I'm going to try to be a better supporter of my friends and family in the, in the, endeavors and in the different business ventures that they have going on. I have family members that do things and I have family members that I can call right now and be like, yeah, cousin, you did buy this or and I I'm so down for that because I understand personally the work that goes into it, but the relationships have to get better. That's how our culture gets better. I, I said it before and I'll say it again. I'm with 19 keys on the whole. I don't want the old culture. I'm not representing and I'm not promoting the old culture, the old ways of how black people are doing things. I'm not talking about back when our grandparents was really making a difference. I'm talking about um, and the reason why I address it as old is because it's old to me. But what's going on currently, I'm not with that. I'm not with that whole, oh, I don't, I don't F with this. I don't rock with that. And I'm, I'm cool off all that. I'm, I'm going to contribute to the culture that I feel is something that should and can be respected by 
supporting people that are really out here working hard and that really want to see other people grow. I'm for trying my best to hold my tongue on maybe the way I personally may critique things or speak on things. If I, I I feel like instead of, if I got to critique you and I don't, and I, and I don't have nothing good to say about you. One, I just need to not say nothing about you at all. And two, I just don't need to deal with you at all. Cause if I don't deal with you, I'm not talking about you. So if I feel like I got to talk about you, I'm just not going to talk about you and I'm not going to deal with you. So it, it, you know, it, it, at least it'll be less negativity. I'm speaking on my own, you know, but as far as in the things that can change, we have to really, really invest more in relationships. And if we're going to give constructive criticism to each other, which is always important, we have to give real solutions. You know what I'm saying? And when I say constructive criticism, I'm kind of done with the old ways of doing it. Yeah, we need to we need to do more of this. It needs to be OK. Now, where can, how can I? So if somebody, you know, I have I've had people give me constructive criticism on my, on my brand, but they're also the constructive criticism I'm getting are from people that have brands as well. So they understand what I'm going through. They understand what it takes, but they're also pointing me in the direction of how to correct it. We have to get out of the concept of criticizing and not knowing what direction a person should be pointed in to correct whatever it is that they need to work on. That makes no sense either. And that's part of what fractures, fractures, excuse me, where fractures relationships. So if we, again, if we focus on being a better person, improving ourselves, is you've probably heard it a million times, improve yourselves, work on yourself, work on yourself first. I get it. But there's a whole lot of truth to that. If the more you work on yourself the more opportunities will probably present themselves. It's like if you, okay, I, I want to be a coach, but I've never coached before. And somebody says, bro, you need to get some experience. Okay, you go out there and get an experience that's working on yourself. And you can come back later and be like, okay, this is what I know. You might find yourself knowing more, uh, more about the subject than the person that told you to go out there and get more knowledge. So these, these things are very vital to the growth and the opportunities um, that we could potentially have within our culture. We have to do better with relationships. With, if you want to have a better family dynamic, you have to communicate both sides. Because after a while, if one person keeps over and over and over and over again trying, beating on a dead horse, it's just like I said earlier. I'm not going to speak bad about you no more, but I'm not going to deal with you in the result of that because I don't want to keep dealing with you and have reasons to speak bad about you. So on both ends, it has to be a better um, communication, line of communication on both ends. That's father and son, mother and daughter, sibling, in-laws, cousins, uh, 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 extended family, all of those things fall in that category of, okay, there has to be a line of communication on two ends. It can't just be, oh, well, we're family and that's it. 
No, there's so much that goes into that word family, just like there's so much that goes into the word love. And the one way you can start by doing better with the lines of communication is improving yourself, working on yourself first. You know what? Instead of me waiting for that person to call me, I'm going to call them. Instead of me waiting for that person to text me, I'm going to text them. At least at the end of the day, I can say I tried once, twice, or three times, which my max is really two to three times, you know? But let's try to work on yourself first. Let's try to find out what is what, what are the things that I'm not doing with this person to cause maybe the reason why we're not as close as we need to be. And this is all important because this is relationships need consistent nurturing. And what that and when you consistently nurture a relationship, it'll bloom into something. It really will. So I just think that when you tackle the relationships in your own family or your own household, it'll prep you and it'll get you prepared to work on the relationships that you have outside your household, whether it's coworkers or partners in whatever project you have going on and friends, right? And extended family. And um, the reason why I keep using the word extended family people is because I don't really refer to my friends as friends who have known them for so long. They're, they're family, you know, family to me. So that's why I say that. But um, having the friends and extended family, and then it, it, it pours into your business relationship because all of those different groups have one thing in common, relationships, right? Ne- a network is, is in business, the business world, a network is just another form of a relationship. That's all it is. So, you know, last getting into the, to the business aspect, this is where we need to, we need to get better. This is where we need to thrive. Personally, um, I'm over the pointing the finger at our counterparts. I know it's true. I do. I know a lot of things personally. I know it's true in the, in the professional world, the, your, your counterparts, are they, they just got it like that over you. I don't care what anybody says. The numbers will show you that it is very hard for people of our hue to move up in any industry. But that doesn't mean that that's where the story ends. You can build your own industries, but we have to have better relationships with each other. And business owners have to have better relationships with the people as well to get the financial support, the publicity and the marketing and advertising to stay afloat. The relationships have to get better. And for once, we can't worry about, well, what are you going to do for me? Well, what do I get out of it? I don't, I don't know. Maybe you'll sleep better at night knowing you're not a fucked up person because you didn't share somebody's shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, or you got something against something great because of who's behind it. We have to stop that shit. And because... Public opinion in today's society with public opinion, everybody has a microphone, a.k.a. a social media app and a camera phone where they can voice their opinions and everybody can have podcasts, and YouTube channels. Um, we have to really be careful about what we're tearing down. 
black people, we are professionals at tearing our own down for who to benefit who you tearing down your own. And let me, let me focus on the concept of tearing down people because this is detrimental to our relationships just because you give an opinion, especially opinion that is that is packed with a lot of factual data is not tearing down. Tearing down can mean, yo, that's stupid. Your business name is stupid. You're never going to make it. I don't even know why you're even in this industry. I don't know what you're thinking. You're not even the type. You don't even look like the type. That's tearing down. Telling you what you need to improve on and what you need to work on and seeing from outside of of the glass that you're in, that's criticism in some ways constructive criticism. But the tearing down concept, we gotta we gotta stop that. Um another part of tearing down can can basically be laughing at somebody during hard times. It's just some of our some of the greatest people um in our culture have been torn down. I mean, even civil rights activists, like the way people talk about some of our activists now because they've watched a documentary or some new information came out about them. We want to dis we want to discredit what they've done as if the things they haven't the things they've done hasn't laid the foundation for what we're allowed to do now. We have to stop the tearing down. And look, if we're going to get on each other's case, we want to get on each other's head. We want to let each other know some real shit or I'm coming from a real place because I'm a real one and all this other stuff. Do that shit behind closed doors. Don't do it on stage where everybody can see. Stop it. Stop ridiculing, ostracizing, bashing, hating on our own on a public platform and then cry about how we don't get opportunities or we're not getting treated with respect because the reason, let me say this on top of us having fractured relationships, which pour into a uh, damaged support for our own businesses. Now you have people on the outside saying, look, the, the there's validity in what I think and what I feel about these people because look at what they're saying and look at what they're doing to each other. I've seen two videos um, about with with uh, Haitians talking about black Americans. And I'm not even going to get as much as I would like to get into it. I've shared it on my page and I guess people were afraid to, to say their opinion about it. I shared it on the Notion page as well. Um because I wanted to know what people thought. I know what I think, and I'm not going to give that too much attention. But I feel like shit like that comes from the fact that we are doing such a great job bashing, hating, and not supporting ourselves that now people on the outside, people that are moving to this country, think it's okay to talk about us like that. As if we never done anything, our ancestors never do anything, and as if we're not doing anything now. So we have to stop with the public. And I'm, and I'm going to be honest. I know I'm saying this and I know it's going to continue to happen. But this is probably might reach one or two people. You know what I'm saying? That might say, you know what? He has a point. I'm not going to do that anymore. And as long as we got one of us, we got some of us. 
But we have to stop doing these type of things. And we have to stop uh, doing these type of things and then expecting other people to treat us with respect or other people to give us opportunities or most importantly, other people to take us seriously. Come on, stop it, y'all. So my message in cleaning up the culture is let's work on the relationships. And I'm not saying allow every relationship. There's some relationships that, you know, it served its time and it's time to move on. But we have to do a better job with the dynamics of our relationships and strengthening the relationships that we have with each other. And then, um, transferring that into working with each other, collaborating with each other, building with each other and actually having some damn trust. Another thing, I don't want to go off a tangent too much, but the whole trust factor, trust people, number one, trust people to be exactly who they are. I don't care if it's through your own hue or not. Trust people to be exactly who they are, but allow trust in whatever it is that you're doing with the person We have this thing where we want to trust a person in all categories, and that's not really smart. It's not conducive to yourself and to the culture. I'm going to trust that the tow truck guy gets my car to from point A to point B without it being damaged. I'm not going to trust the tow truck guy not to steal a hundred dollars out of my wallet if I accidentally drop my wallet in his truck and forget or, or don't notice it. Stop trying to label this trust thing on every single element of a person and their personality, unless it's somebody that you have a close relationship with. We we gotta stop these things. Trust your friend to be your friend. But some people, you can't trust them to be your friend. Like you can trust your sibling to be your sibling. And I know the whole, well, you can't trust family these days either. Yeah, I get that. But you know what I'm trying to say. You're not going to trust your best friend on the same level you trust your brother that you've or your sister that you've grown up in a house with and you've shared things with and you've went through things with. That's what I'm saying. They may be like a brother, but there's a reason why you say somebody is your brother and somebody is like your brother. They're your sister or somebody is like your sister, your father or they're like your father, your mother and etc. All right. So let's let's stop the whole trust game thing. All right. Let's try to. Focus on trusting people in the exact category that they fall in and not put so much pressure on. I should be able to trust you with any and everything because that's not true. I count my money when it come out the ATM. Trust issues, okay? <laughs> but I expect it to be the right amount at the same time because I'm at the ATM and I put in what I... You, you get what I'm saying, all right? So... Working on, again, working on your family foundation, working on the friendships, working on the business relationships, building a network, keeping an open mind, practicing a little stoicism. Those things, I think, will truly help the culture that I'm trying to contribute to build. And hopefully by us practicing that, will change the most important thing out of all of this. Our attitude. If we can do all of these things, 
And I'm not saying to do them flawlessly, like you're never going to make a mistake. You're never going to, you know, come across any adversity with trying to do better and have better relationships. But doing it consistently and having a dedication to it will change your attitude. And I feel like once our attitude as I feel like once enough of us, I think it's about 40, around 40 million African-Americans in this country. If we can just get like maybe 20 million, 15 million to 20 million to do these things and change our attitude about stuff, not focusing on our counterparts. And it's always going to be that way. There's a lot of the things that we're focusing on is always going to be that way. But if we could focus on ourselves if we could do better for ourselves, I really, really believe we will accomplish more than what we what we're trying to do. I know that when I've put in all of my effort in certain things that I've done, I've gotten way more out of it than expected. That's why I always say I got to work on myself. I got to improve myself. And that's why the people around me in so many words, I try to say work on yourself more. So let's work on the relationships in the families. Let's work on the relationships with the friends. Let's put people in certain categories that they need to be in. That'll kind of help me personally. That's what helped my disappointment um, with the relationships I have with people as far as friends, family, business. I put everybody in a certain category. I have certain friends. For those that don't know, I am a comic book nerd. So I only have certain friends that I talk to about comic books. I have certain friends that I talk to about my political views. I have certain friends that I talk to about love and relationships. It, the list goes on. I literally separate my conversations amongst the people that I'm close to. And then I have a board of advisors. And my board of advisors are friends of mine that are kind of out the way that are going to give me, give it to me real, give it to me straight about some of the decisions I want to make, some of the decisions I'm, a, I'm about to make. I go to them for that. And even those people that are on my board of advisors, I don't talk to about some of the things I just mentioned because that might not be something they're interested in or something that they may have the knowledge of. You know, or enough knowledge to really go there with me like that. Relationships, people, that's what we got to, that's where it starts. We get the relationships right. We get the business right. We get the business right. We can start producing our own, having our own and, and, and growing and blossoming because we have a lot of resources that can catapult us to where we need to be. We just got to get the relationships right. If you want to know why, Things probably aren't going well. I guarantee you, I can tell you there's probably a lack of relationship or relationships in your life. And there's definitely a lack of communication. I've almost, any problem that's being brought to me, I can tell you where there's a lack of communication. For real. But those two things are, are important. Straight up. So, without further ado, I'm going to get out of here. I hope you enjoy. I hope you enjoy this episode of cleaning up the culture with Dizzy D Spill. I know it's been a little minute since I've done one of these, but I did say that I would elaborate more on what I mean in past episodes. So this is what I'm talking about for you. For, for you guys that are listening, please like and subscribe on the YouTube channel. I've been building up the TikTok. Whatever platform that you're listening to the Notion podcast on, if you want to hear more conversations, whether it's cleaning up the culture, boss talk with me and Jelani, 
or just the main episodes with me, Jelani, and Poe, leave comments, leave feedback and what you guys want us to cover, what you guys want us to talk about and what you want to hear more from us, just our views and things on, on certain conversations. Because we're not going to know if you don't tell us. But I'm going to get out of here. Like I said, it's your boy Dizzy D. Spill. You've been tuning into the Notion Podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Subscribe, like, follow on all the pages. Till next time, peace.